I want to start coining a term called delayed productivity, similar to what I want to coin in delayed income rather than passive income. When you think about it contextually, there is only one thing that matters, and it is the amount of correct units done of work in any business at any time. So in theory, your input to the task that you're doing. My name is Dimitri, and I'm a productivity and systems enthusiast. I'm Chance. I'm a philosophy and self-development enthusiast. And you're listening to the Rise Productive Podcast. The show where productivity meets business. And what it means to build better systems. Now grab a mug and join us for the Productive Brew. The productivity equation. It's an esoteric, misunderstood, the productivity equation. What is it and how can you use it? First things first, what is productivity? Productivity can be most aptly defined as getting more work done within a specific measurable unit of time. Let me explain. If you were to complete a report that is 100% done, quality, and good to go within one hour versus somebody else who would get it done in 90 minutes, then in theory, you would be more productive. However, if you were to then take a 45 minute break and then the other person were to take a 15 minute break, in theory, you would be the same amount of productive. This is why when oftentimes people employ others below them because their effective hourly rate should be higher than their employees, if you consider the arbitrage between employee and employer in business, the general sentiment is that they would inherently make the business more productive. However, what happens oftentimes is that people end up employing others and then they like don't work more. So then they, they don't really scale much. They actually end up making a similar amount of money because like Say you paid someone $15 an hour and your effective rate is 30 and you paid someone for two hours of work and then you worked one hour, you're only getting like an hour of time in the scenario for the business. If you had worked two hours before, you know, like it just like you're not doing the math right. You have to make sure that you're keeping the same level and taking advantage of the arbitrage and like scaling that. That's how you, in theory, run a business. However, there's a unique situation occurring when it comes to automation, AI, and general text productivity. So thinking about productivity in the linear format of you doing inputs in order to create value into the world is going to soon be considered an archaic way of looking at things. By setting up systems, you increase your productivity from an input-based perspective. For example, you see the task you need to get done at the highest priority order, and you get that thing done first. That's great from a task management setup. From time blocking, it's great for attached management setup. You can continuously work on what you need to, and that would, in theory, make you more productive. However, what if somebody spent an entire day setting up an automation that would, in theory, save them more time than the person who worked the entire day did in the aggregate? I want to start coining a term called delayed productivity, similar to what I want to coin in delayed income rather than passive income. When you think about it contextually, there is only one thing that matters, and it is the amount of correct units done of work in any business at any time. So in theory, your input to the task that you're doing should have higher leverage if you want to be considered a more productive individual. And this can be for your own business or the company you're within. The most important thing to remember is that if you use automation, to create a longer term productive task than just one task that you're doing for your business today, you are in theory saving yourself a lot of time. So this can come through system improvements. If you were managing a task management and content calendar and you were able to make a system that automated things like changing what month it is, changing what area the thumbnails are in, all by automation rather than manual movement, 
you would be able to increase your productivity infinitely considering time is indefinite. Or you can focus on the little things of like, how can I make the folder structure and my keybinds and stuff set up to like quickly drag things around. That is a great way to get started with general productivity, but if we really wanna level up our skill set, we should learn automation in order to augment data structure, file naming conventions, and folder naming conventions in order to step-by-step Take those processes that you're doing and automate it. In theory, if you were able to employ somebody for $10 a month to save you 40 hours of work, would you do it? Yes, because in theory, how many hours are they working? 40, and how many dollars are they making per hour? 50 cents at $8 a month. You can get like a make, you can get a make.com subscription and you can do things like I'm talking about. Every single month, my folder of thumbnails will auto archive into the next month and we'll bring the future month into the current month. And every single time I make a new video in Notion, it'll auto-trigger a new thumbnail template, which my editor hopefully is pretty grateful for. Because rather than him having to manually do it, it just does it, which to me, I'd be like, hey, thanks boss. But what if you were able to manage a workflow at your job where a lot of it was automated? Then you'd be increasing the leverage on your time exponentially by taking multiple tasks, or I guess, linearly by taking multiple tasks and automating them. So say you're someone who had to keep up management of some sort of database or file system, and you were able to automate it with Zapier or make.com, you'd be hacking the leverage equation because you'd be getting the task done in minuscule amounts of time. And in theory, you'd be getting it done in the amount of time that the initial automation needed to be made, needed to be made in or the amount of time that it takes to manage it in general, because there will be little tweaks, I'm sure, with automation as time goes on. But if, for example, it only takes you one hour to set up and then half an hour of maintenance, but the actual task takes you something like 10 hours a month, then what you're doing is you're decreasing the amount of time, and then say you get it to where there's no bugs, the delayed productivity on that thing and the leverage you had on that thing is insane. Like the fact that I haven't had to make a thumbnail template in months, that one decision, big decision. The fact that I don't have to update my content calendar or moving thumbnails around anymore, big decision. It will add up every single month and every single thing that I do now to improve my business moving forward with automation will benefit the general workflow and will free up more time for idea creation and even more automations and more value to the business that you're running or the company that you're in. So think about things that can have long-term leverage rather than just leverage in the here and now. If you guys liked this episode of The Productive Brew, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you want to get this delivered to you as a newsletter, please make sure to go to riseproductive.com newsletter and you will get this delivered as an email. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next one.